Hello and welcome to Maldorma TV. This is episode 12 and I'm Magnus Alder. And I'm Tobias Alber. In this episode we're going to talk about Maharadi and that's something that really excites me because I had a really strong experience where I actually met Maharaji. Yeah, and Maharaji was this Indian guru, also named Neem Karole Baba, and he was made famous by the American Ramdas in particular, yeah. but also guys as Krishna Das and uh, Bhagavan Das. I yeah. Think yeah, I think those three guys yeah. are the ones who made yeah. made him famous. And they uh, were pretty much uh, back in the hippie era in the United States, where a lot of Westerners traveled to India. Yeah, and the story of Ramdas is uh, how he met Maharaji was that similar to us, he started experimenting with with psychedelics to yeah. begin with, and he felt like uh, with it with his experiences, uh, he wanted to find out what he had experience basically yeah he had a lot of spiritual experiences where he was blown away he was a harvard professor beforehand before this and had these experiences but he couldn't really make sense out of his experiences and he always went up and then down and became depressed when he was not on drugs yeah so we kind of realized that this has to be more to this and traveled to india to examine this and met his guru Maharaji or Neem Karole Baba. Mm. And Maharaji showed him that what he experienced on psychedelics is really within you. Yeah. I think he actually gave Maharaji LSD and nothing happened. And he gave a really large dose. Yeah, I think it was like a dosage for five, four person. And I mean, he thought that something has to happen. He took yeah. a really big dosage and nothing happened. He was just yeah. still in this experience. And yeah. he looked at Ramdas and he said, after like a few hours and he just looked at Ramdas and said it's already me- within me yeah he showed it. him that it's within yeah so Ramdas stayed with him for several years and became he wasn't he was actually his name was Richard Alpert as a professor but Maharaj gave him the name Ramdas hmm. which means servant of god yeah and uh, i mean we i was able lucky enough to to meet Maharaji in one of my psychedelic experiences. Yeah. So I'm going to share that experience yeah. with you. But uh, we can start off. I I have a small thing yeah. during the same experience that I can take first. Yeah, sure. So we had this, you and I took psychedelics mm-hmm. and have had one of our experiences that we have talked so much about. And it started off with me getting a connection with the spiritual world and with God and I was channeling information. Mm. And God was showing me that if you see God in everything, because everything is basically one. We have talked about this before. Yeah. That our external world is actually not external. It's a reflection of ourselves. Mm. We are everything. We are part of a consciousness that is everything. And it takes form as a physical world for us. Yeah. But it can have other forms as well. And everything is God, including ourselves. And what God was talking about during this experience is, he said, when you see God in everything you meet, absolutely everything, mm. you will automatically make everything one. Yeah. Because you are God and you everything you meet, you re- look at as it was a reflection of yourself, as it was God. Mm. And when you do this, suffering will completely disappear 
Because God told me suffering can only be when you have a dualistic worldview. Mm. Because suffering is a friction that is created by two objects. That if you look at your surroundings as separate from yourself, that will create friction. Yeah. That is suffering. But if you, if you look at your surroundings and everything you experience as yourself, as one, there can be no friction because there can no be, not be friction if there is only one. Mm. So if you have this approach that everything is God, everything is you, suffering will disappear. Yeah, I mean, Basically. it's the it's the ego that's want to create the separation. Yeah. But if you see that everyone is the you, you you have no uh, no arguments that will support you that you should hurt that person because it's you. Yeah. Everything is you. Even the the animals, the plants, everything. It's just you. Yeah, and it's but of course this is easily said but harder yeah. to do because it's so easy to to step in different traps of the ego and. The dualistic worldview. Hmm. You think that you are look, tr- you're really trying this, but you kind of fall in traps all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and but that's okay as well. Yeah, I mean, you sh- one thing you shouldn't judge yourself whenever you do something wrong. Yeah. I know that that's what I did in the beginning of my spiritual journey. Yeah. I started like doing all these developments yeah. within my spiritual journey or my sp- spiritual development. But the moment I made a mistake, I was really judgmental to myself. Yeah. Like, wow, I really fucked up here. And I really thought thought bad about this person over here. Yeah. And that's not something that you should really put on your shoulders. One thing that we actually do right now is empowering this dualistic value by talking about the ego as a separate thing. Yeah, That is a dualistic view right there. That it's me and it's the ego. Yeah. The ego and me is the same thing. And we have to take everything and just make one yeah. of it. Yeah, for sure. So, But that happened. And during I, when I channeled this, you had your own experience that was really amazing. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, remember when it started kicking in because uh, usually it takes about 30, 40 minutes because, before you start feeling any sensation at all. Yeah. And I just remember after like 10 minutes that, whoa, something is happening. And for after about 20 minutes, it was just really, really intense. Yeah. And I was just saying to you that, all right, I need to just lie in bed and hold on because this is yeah. going to be a hell of a ride. And yeah. I couldn't manage any music that we usually listen to and try to like go deeper within the consciousness. But yeah. It was just coming on so strong. Yeah. So I just remember I went to a small cabinet that we have outside of the house. Yeah. I just lay down there. And uh, uh, prior to this, I had seen the, the movie Fierce Grace. Yeah, uh, it's a documentary about Ramdas and how he met Maharaji and all of that. Yeah, basically the, the things that he talked about in his book, Be Here Now, is yeah. uh, Fierce Grace is uh, based on those experiences as well. Yeah. Um, so I remember prior to this that I had um, seen the movie Fierce Grace. And mm-hmm. I, I have to admit that um, I really started thinking about the consciousness that Maharaji was within. Yeah. What, what he was. And um, it was an extraordinary expression of. Yeah, of God. Perfect human of God. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, maybe I can become that as well. Like, yeah. 
I have all have have had all these cool experiences, so maybe yeah, maybe I'm almost ready. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I thought about that, and I thought about Maharaji prior to this experience, yeah. and when um, the experience started to to happen, it was just really intense, and I didn't know at the time that it was Maharaji playing with me, but I went up in the cabin and. and I could just feel it becoming more and more intense and yeah. everything I was looking at was just it most was the most visual that I have ever had during mm. uh, a psychedelic experience. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, how am I going to manage all this? How am I going to live through this? But uh I started to conv- convince myself, all right, this is what I've thrown myself into. I just need to relax and just let it happen. Yeah. Uh, but it became really, really intense, and when it was as as intense as I could handle, I looked at the mirror that was in the room, and mm. I saw a face smiling back at me. Yeah, a smiling face, and it was Maharaji. All right. I could see Maharaji looking at me in the mirror. Okay. And I knew instantly that, all right, he's here. Yeah. He's the one orchestrating all this. This really powerful experience yeah and (laughs) i was my mind blown by that and then he did something really yeah mind-blowing that's the only word i can can use here he took my consciousness yeah my identity my my to be a solver yeah my yeah exactly he took my to be a solver and just pulled it out Hmm. and when he pulled it out it was just a emptiness i couldn't remember who i was anymore all right like who was to be a solver? I had no idea. All right. Then in a, just a quick second later, he put some other consciousness in there. So yeah. I was experiencing myself as a different person. Hmm. Then he pulled that out, put something else in there. So I was experiencing all these different personalities. Hmm. And I realized that what he was doing was that he was showing me that he's everyone. He's me. Yeah. He's all the persons around He's all the personalities simultaneously. He's everyone. Yeah, and also he was showing you that you are everyone, basically, and also yeah. that you are not who you think you are. Yeah, you are the observer of everyone. Mm. Yeah, and that that experience was just yeah, I, just mind blowing. Yeah, uh, just having your identity just pulled away from you. Yeah, and yeah, experiencing all these different personalities within myself in a, just a matter of seconds. Yeah. Um, and then he was just saying to me, like, all right, let's go. But what, what What do you mean? Like, all right, you, you want to become become me? Okay, uh, jump on board. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I, I can't handle that. I mean, the energy that he was, that was in the room was just so intense. Yeah. And he, like, like, I got the sensation that if I would have went th- with him, yeah, it had gone from like I wasn't experiencing a, a snail's pace, yeah, and where he was experiencing was like going from a snail's pace to a Ferrari. Yeah, it was such speed. a big difference from what I was experiencing at that moment yeah. to where he was. Yeah, and uh, that showed me something really important, and that yeah. was like, okay, I'm not Maharaja, I'm not that at, at that level yet. Yeah. It's it was. Um, I think I went down into one of the 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 oldest traps in in spiritual journey that uh, you you think yourself more than you are kind of a spiritual hubris 
Yeah, exactly. And this was a very, very humbling experience. For sure. He, yeah. <laughs> and what he was doing, he was still like, I was saying, no, 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 I, I want to stay, I want to stay, I want to stay, like yeah. myself. And he was like, no, 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 say goodbye to your brother, say good, goodbye to your mother, say goodbye to all your friends and family, uh, because now you're going to be someone else. You're not going to be Tobias Albert anymore. You're going to be someone else. Yeah. Just come along now, here, come on. And he yeah. was just pulling me, pulling me, pulling me. Yeah. And I could felt like my, my consciousness was just like being pulled by this enormous force. Yeah. And I was just holding on for their life, like, no, no, <laughs> yeah. don't don't take me away. And uh, after a while, he let go and he said, like, all right, <laughs> he showed me that, all right, I'm not ready. Yeah. And he said, the day, this is interesting, he explained to me that when you want to become God, if you will, yeah. uh, or enlightened, it's just mm-hmm. a choice away. Yeah. When you want to wake up, it's just one choice away. Yeah. But making that choice that I wasn't ready when Maraji was pulling me, he yeah. gave me every opportunity to wake up in that moment. Yeah. And he showed me how tough that choice can be. Yeah. So you have to be ready to make the choice of letting go of your ego, letting go of everything that your identity is bound to yeah. in a moment. But when you do that, when you make the choice, when you let go, yeah. That's when you will find your true self. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's easier said than done. Yeah, because it involves uh throwing yourself into the unknown, into the abyss. Yeah. And see what happens and hope to, you know, land softly. Mm. And even though you have heard other persons say that that it's amazing, it's full of bliss and all that, but when you stand at the edge, yeah. and you can feel the presence the enormous force Mm. it's not that easy no it's it's one thing also of letting go of who you are yeah that's one thing but it's also i have have to admit that it's also a fear of what you will become yeah because you will become something so enormous so spectacular that it's it's a struggle to go to accept that you are that yeah and Especially if you look at society, how it structure us to and like pressure us down to making us feel insignificant. Yeah, but now you get to put. Yeah, and that's why I think that even though you can make the transition whenever in a moment, mm. most people need years of spiritual practice because that's mo- what spiritual practice really is: is making yourself ready. Yeah. In different ways. And for us, it has been, you know, using psychedelics, using meditation and all that. And gradually, your desire to finally meet this Mm. grows more and more. Till the day when you feel, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, I mean, in theory, you don't have to make the spiritual practice. No. Because you can just... I think they talk about this in A Course of Miracles. They say like spiritual practice is actually not needed. What you need to do is just accept that you are um, God, basically. A lot of gurus say that, such as uh, the Indian guru Ramana Maharshi. Yeah. And his devotee who also became enlightened, Robert Adams, say Mm. the same thing that you don't have to do any spiritual practice at all, but 
on the contrary, he also says that most people have to do it because it makes you ready. Yeah. But if you're ready now, you can just take the jump. Yeah, the, the spiritual practice is just a, a way of convincing yourself that you, you're ready to become this. Yeah, and kind of to accustom, make yourself accustomed to these vibrations and experiences. Because mm. if I use myself as an example, all of the experiences that you and I have had yeah. on psychedelics has made me more and more ready. Hmm. to actually want to look at this. In the beginning, I think I talked about this in the previous episode when God pretty much gave me the opportunity to, hmm. to wake up and step into God, yeah. the God experience right away. And I was terrified. Even though I could feel the love and the bliss just pouring out of this, out of him yeah. on me, and I felt... Jesus, am I ready for this? I mean, I am Magnus Alber, and that's gonna kind of dissolve in a way, mm. and also become this super powerful entity. But I couldn't do it. Yeah, at least not then. Uh, but also, it's possible to do it in a more gradual way if you like to. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it's. It's also I I don't think you should underestimate the the tra the journey there as well. I mean that can be quite enjoyable yeah. as well. Yeah. It's not going to be comparable as enjoyable as it will be when you wake up. But yeah. if you prefer it, then go that way. But I I feel very fortunate to have had experience of actually experiencing these kind of states of being, at mm. least glimpses of it, and standing at the very edge. Because that had made me appreciate the journey much more. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. I know that it will happen when I'm ready and I decide when I'm ready. Mm. And I can just enjoy the ride and go there gradually. And we have done this since these experiences as mm. well and explore this in much, much deeper, which yeah. we will talk about in future episodes. And I think as well, I mean, there's no no reason really to uh, to make it like a, a competition or to no. really make it as a, I need to go there fast. Because, I mean, you have infinity yeah. to reach this destination. There's yeah. there's no reason why you need to do it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to experience it tomorrow, by yeah. all means, go ahead. But you got infinity on you. Yeah. And there's no hurry, and you don't even have to do it, but it will happen. It's inevitable. Yeah, it will happen anyway at some point. But it will happen when you want it. You will. It's inevitable that you will want it. And yeah. what I have experienced for myself is the longing, the desire to be with God in every mm. second is just it. It grows on you, and yeah. it it has become so big that it's pretty much everything I want. Yeah. It's it has expanded to be who I am. Yeah, it's like a, a flower, like a, a fire that's growing within you. Yeah. and it once the f fire starts expanding, all desires, mm. all ego thoughts, everything that the ego wants just burns away more and more, and you gradually get closer and closer to. Awakening. And the reason that it's impossible to 
not want to go there eventually is because it's it's who you are. Yeah. How can you not want to be who you are because it's who you are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just that we are fooling ourselves to be someone else. Yeah. And it's just her it's just a drag actually when you realize <laughs> that okay, I better accept this. Yeah. <laughs> I it's I cannot deny myself forever. Yeah, and once you get a once you get a glimpse of it that that's enough i think before before you can't go back once you have seen um a glimpse of what you are yeah and in the beginning it was more like you had an experience hmm. but you still kind of defined it as magnus alber alber having an experience yeah but the more we have explored this the deeper it ha- the feeling has become that it's me yeah and i am this what i am experiencing and mm. when you start to have that sensation you start to look at it yeah in yourself and it's just and the desire to move into this is it, just overwhelming hmm. i just remember that when you say that you see yourself as the experience yeah um what i experienced when i was uh, meet when i had my meeting with maharaji was that i remember looking around the room yeah and i looked out the window and i could see the uh, the clouds and i could see the blue sky yeah everything i was looking at was maharaji yeah. that was his state of consciousness he was everything yeah and once you realize that you are also maharaji you are also also I'm also you and you are also me you start to see uh, that everything is you and that experience um Maharaji is only reflecting your divine nature yeah. through the apparent other person yeah and, and I that's think, how it works yeah and I think it's amazing that we um we how it works that it, these enlightened people start coming up yeah. uh throughout the the world and just showing us what we really are what they do actually is you are everything but you're in denial denial basically yeah, yeah. and you you're in self denial but but by meeting a reflection of yourself that you think is someone else mm. that is reflecting who you how you truly are yeah it gives the ego the mind a permission slip mm. to see that in that person yeah and it will re- automatically reflect back to you and awaken something inside of you hmm. that will make you gradually understand ah it was me all along yeah all along and that realization is so powerful hmm. when you realize not in theory not with the mind because you can have the theoretical understanding and believe in it yeah but when you start experiencing it it's just hmm flips everything around. Yeah, and I think that when I met Maharaj it was the first time I got a taste of it of like feeling that all right, this is what I am. And because I could could before this I could understand in theory okay, oh, okay, we're all one. Uh, we're all um yeah. unconditional love and everything like that, but there's a thing that happens when you get the experience. Yeah. That's something completely different. Yeah. Then you understand it on a d- deeper level. You see that all right, it actually is like it's said in the books. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that can have a really tremendous effect on you. Yeah. And 
I know a lot of people that I talk to sometimes. When we talk about our experiences yeah. to people who have not had their own experiences, they tend to ask, "Oh, you're so fortunate to have had these experiences." Mm. And yeah, sure, we are, but it's not that hard, actually, mm. because the only ingredient that is required is a longing, yeah, to have the experience of God. That will automatically pull you into the right circumstances. But mm. most often it requires the courage mm. to actually do it. And in our case, we took what some might, may consider a, a shortcut with psychedelics. But it takes some courage to actually break the law and <laughs> also go into this experience so intensely, so yeah. fast. It comes heads on. Yeah, but it was—it's the most amazing thing that I have done, hmm. and it's completely transformed my li- my life and myself. Yeah, and I think one thing I want to talk about when you bring it up now with with the fear and uh, having the courage, because yeah. exactly as you say, I mean, before all these um, sessions that we do with psychedelics, yeah. there's always uh like a barrier of fear that you need to break through yeah you just because you know once you have this within you there's going to happen something you're going to be confronted with your higher self yeah and breaking through that barrier it might seem like it's it's a shortcut when you take psychedelics but i don't think it is because you do this it happens faster because you in a moment you have to face everything within you that yeah. you need to break down in order to go through these experiences. Yeah. But if you don't take psychedelics, you will need to do the same thing. Yeah. You will need to break through all these barriers. Yeah. But it will take um, a much longer time to do it, most yeah. likely. I remember struggling with this thing myself for a lang- very long time that is this a shortcut? Is it bad to take a shortcut? Yeah. And I actually asked God the question during one of our sessions. And he said, Mm. who said it has to take a long time? Why is it wrong with an easy way, if you want to call it easy? It's it's easy to do and it's fast, but it's not easy all the times. Yeah. (laughs) Because what also happens is you will, what psychedelics do is that you have to confront yourself. And it's not always the bliss sides that shows up. It's also your luggage and that can be very painful as we have talked about and yeah yeah not not only the luggage but also going to the higher vibrations yeah of meeting your higher vibration because you are not when you are in your normal state of mind you are vibrating at a much lower level yeah and you're throwing yourself to a vibration that you haven't experienced before yeah and that is something that is once you go there for the first time, it becomes a challenge. Yeah, for sure, because you yeah. are vibrating at a much higher vibration, basically. Yeah. And also, yeah, that's it can be challenging. It can be physical demanding. Yeah, uh, but payoff is is great. Yeah, uh, but also looking at your core fears can be very tough. Mm. But also intensely rewarding. Yeah. Because when you do it, when you actually look at your core fears, mm. 
You cannot deny them. You see them for what they are. That's the only possibility to actually release them. Yeah. And when you do that, that's when the payoff really comes. Yeah. And that's when you go all up, up on these high vibrations as well. What yeah. can start happening is that a lot of fear comes in. Yeah. Am I able to handle this? Is this too much? You start thinking too much. Yeah. But the moment you go into it, and what I've learned quite recently is when, when you go to these higher vibrations and you just start to really analyze what does it feel like? Yeah. You don't question, is this too strong? Is this too much? You just close down the mind and you start yeah. just trying to, what does it feel like to be here? Yeah. Then the mind goes at ease, the body goes at ease, and you just align with the vibration. Yeah, you have to relax into it because yeah. it's demanding and tough and rough when you kind of fight it. Yeah. But it's very easy to fight it. But when you relax into it, mm. it's fine. Yeah, so <laughs> um, maybe we're not ready what Maharaji showed me at that time. At least I wasn't back then. Um, but it was a really good experience because it yeah. taught me that, all right, I need to be humble with this. Yeah, and it's good to be humble. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember also I had a dream about Maharaji not long after mm-hmm. where I, <laughs> I, I was... Was a lucid dream. So I was fully conscious within the dream. Yeah. That that can happen on a few occasions, but this was quite different because I just remember I was completely aware of everything that was happening. I was out in the woods, and I found a small cabin in the woods, mm-hmm. and within that cabin, Maharaji was sitting there meditating, yeah. and I just sat down next to him, and he told me that. Uh, see if I remember this correctly. It was quite a long time ago, but it was he. Um, he wanted me to to meditate on trying to go through a mountain. Yeah, like I was on point A and I wanted to reach point B, which was behind the mountain. Okay, and he f- said like, if you want to achieve something in your life, if you want to like something to happen, you have to imagine that there is no mountain. Yeah. So once we start thinking about things that we want to happen in life, yeah, we always see it as a big mountain ahead of us. Like we're standing on point A and we want to go to point B. But we are afraid to do it because we see a big mountain over there. Yeah. And we feel like if we want to do it, we have to really climb like Mount Everest before we're able yeah. to reach our destination. So what he thought, thought me in the dream like? Let go of the, of the thought that you yeah. have to climb the mountain yeah. see that there is no mountain yeah one thing that i experienced i think it was a, a session quite close after this one mm. i was channeling information once again and yeah. it had to do with what reality really is mm. and reality is ideas a fantasy yeah that we think is real when we are un- when we are not awa- awakened, we are in the sleep state, so to speak. Yeah. We are. We don't know. We're not enlightened. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why we are unconscious of its true nature is because when we when we are in our high state, our God state, yeah. we create an idea that we explore as it was real, and the only r- way to really explore an idea as it is and 
as it it would be real mm. is to forget that it's not. Yeah. So that's actually what we're doing here in the physical. We have created a universe which is only an idea. Mm. And we have chosen to forget forget our true nature so that we can explore this idea as yeah. it was real. Yeah. And that's an amazing thing. But we have also designed it so that we will eventually realize it that it's only an idea. Yeah. And once we have reached that state, we can still stay in the idea. But we can alter it by removing the mountain if yeah. we want to. Because it's only an idea and we are its creator. That's what Maharaji showed me the next moment. Yeah. Exactly what you said now is... I was sitting there meditating next to him yeah. and I was trying to remove the mountain with my thoughts are like there is no mountain yeah. like trying to uh, with the mind trying to remove the mountain and then he just took his hand and pressed it over my uh, my forehead yeah and I could just feel the the force of god yeah flowing through me and once I was like um Uh, riding the wave of God, yeah, it became no struggle. Yeah. The mountain was just vanished in instantly. Yeah. So once you go into the experience of just flowing with the universe, just yeah. finding your true purpose and just going uh, towards that purpose without mm. any thought, yeah. the mountain will vanish in- instantly yeah. because that's what who you truly are. If you, you wish could. it to, yeah. Also. What I learned during this experience was that even every form you have, every mm. experience you have is an idea. Yeah. And even the experience of being God is an idea. Mm. You're not even that. Because when you have the experience of being God, you know, all power, all loving bliss, that's just another idea that you can explore. Yeah. But it's a hell of idea. It's the best type of idea that it's possible, but it's still an idea mm. I learned because the absolute our true nature is actually nothingness, mm. a kind of void from which all ideas yeah. are created. And even the idea of being God. Mm. And that's quite That's something that I hadn't understood before. I always mm. thought that kind of God is the true nature. But God, as most people see as God, is only another concept, mm. another idea. But you can be that idea. You can, because you must always, always experience an idea. Yeah. Because if you wasn't experiencing something, you wouldn't exist. Mm. So the void, the nothingness, that we are is always exploring ideas of what it could mm. be. We are really nothing, but we must experience different ideas of what we could be. And the most perfect, the most enjoyable idea is the idea of God. Yeah. It's, uh, it's such an amazing thing that like yeah. from nothingness comes everything. Yeah. And including the idea of being God. But the nothingness itself is also possible to experience mm. and in truth we always are in the nothingness in the nothingness we're just not aware of it it's here right now yeah. uh, and we are going to talk about this later because this episode in a way 
ends our first exploration of psychedelics. After this experience, I think we took a nine-month break mm. from psychedelics and yeah. kind of let all of the information sink in. And then I think it started, I had an intuition that we need to start again because something is about to happen. Yeah. And, and we will cover that in the next episode. I yeah, imagine. in the in a few episodes, the upcoming yeah. episode, we will we will cover the the next level, the next uh, step in our own personal journeys. That a few a few experiences that really raised the bar yeah. quite a lot, basically. Yeah. And I know we say that all the time, but. Yeah. <laughs> Was it like this uh, again? That's always raising the bar. Yeah, the bar That's is always being ra raised. And what happened after this? I mean, when I think, if I look back five years, everything we have covered up to this episode, yeah. I would have been amazed of that. And I am. Hmm. But what happened after this was just... Another level. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like everything <laughs> is has been preparation for a certain moment. Yeah. I think that moment we have started to started to experience what this. Yeah, what is this moment basically? Yeah. What what it's what is in this moment? That's when you get the true nature of what is really here. Yeah, that's when you really start to just say, "Wow." <laughs> Yeah, and it will become harder and harder to explain. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> because the, the mind is no longer part of what you're experiencing. Yeah. But we will save that to upcoming episodes. Yeah. So I think we, we're done for today. Yeah. So be sure to go to maldorma.com for uh, if you want to see the previous episodes, if you want to. Uh, we have our books. You have the illusion yeah. already out. Yeah, Illusion, The Illusion, A Personal Journey Towards Spiritual Awakening, as it's called. It covers basically what we have been talking up to this episode. Yeah. And much more as well, because we don't have time to cover everything. Yeah. And my book is, <laughs> I know I've said it's in many episodes, but it's almost done. So yeah. um, maybe one more month or so. Uh, yeah. We'll see. It's actually weeks away in yeah. Swedish. Yeah. Uh, the translation will take some time longer unfortunately yeah. but yeah. it will be out so soon. but be sure to check out maldorma.com all the information oh. will be out there and i also have to add i have another book coming out yeah right now true. as well and that's actually al already translated and it's derived from one of my recent experiences and it's mm. called a book about love and happiness yeah it's a short one and it's, and it's going to be free as yeah an e it's going to be a free a free book and it will also be available as a physical book at a low cost uh Almost just a printing cost, yeah. basically. But uh, I can talk about that in the next episode, perhaps. Yeah. So, yeah, be sure to go to maldorma.com. Head, um, head in there and see all the episodes, all the material that we try to. We also mm -hmm. are doing courses in um, breeding exercises and stuff like that. So yeah. if you're in the in Sweden, in Örnsköldsvik area, or generally in Sweden, be sure to contact us. We would love to um, come and do it with you. Yeah, we are teaching different breathing exercises and meditation techniques that are designed to prepare you for full enlightenment, basically. How to become enlightened. To wake up. To wake up. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So be sure to check it out. Um, so thank you for today. Yeah. Thank you for listening.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.